It is possible, of course, to overdo praise until it becomes meaningless. This is as bad as giving too many criticisms and reprimands. Let's say that you are teaching a horse to kneel on one knee. At first, during the training process, you feed the animal each time any part of the routine is done correctly, but once the habit has been established, the reward should become intermittent. Parents and executives need to remember the principle of shaping. Once good habits are established, it is harmful to praise a person every time. Another caveat is in order at this point. At times, we can do harm by praising only the end result of some activity rather than the activity itself. It is possible, for example, to erode a person's love of something, such as learning by handing out too much reward at the end. We can avoid this pitfall first by using intermittent reinforcement and second by praising people for the process as well as the product. I admire the way you try so hard, can be worth gold to someone bogged down and unsure of success. Finally, we must be certain, especially with children, that they feel loved for being as well as for doing. A man said in my office, sobbing uncontrollably about his marriage, which had ended primarily because he was a workaholic. He had come to me because he wanted to rid himself of this obsession with work. But I don't want to get into my childhood, he said. I can't stand these people who go to some head shrinker and come out blaming everything on their parents. I agree that there would be no benefit in blaming them, but explain that in therapy, we sometimes need to probe into our childhood in order to gain some insight as to how we arrived at our present habits. The purpose is not to blame anyone, but to find out how we got where we are so we can take some corrective steps to change. He almost visibly sighed at that and then launched into a description of his parents who were very severe and for whom work was the highest good. My folks never hugged us, he said, and they thought you spoil kids by bragging on them, so my sister and I didn't get any strokes except when we worked hard. If I mowed the lawn especially well on Saturdays, I knew that either mom would say to dad or he would say to her, didn't Harv do a good job on the lawn today? I guess kids will do anything to get strokes if they're as hungry for them as I, so I go over and over that grass every Saturday and I worked in a neighborhood store all the years I was in high school. Then when I got married, I assumed that this new woman in my life would love me for working hard, just like the other important woman had. But that's where I was wrong. She would have had much rather me home watching TV with her in the evenings, but somehow I could never believe that. That is a tragic story, and we can prevent such misconceptions in our children if we always give some affection and praise quite apart from actions. They need to know that they are valued for themselves, not merely for the degree to which they meet our expectations or follow our rules.